Hey guys, and welcome to Hunting Land, presented by Great Days Outdoors Magazine. If you'd like to stay up to date on hunting tactics, land management, land values, and land market dynamics, this is the podcast for you. This week's show is brought to you by the Hunter's Mate Lowdown Trail Cam Reviewer. Finally, a trail cam viewer that actually works. Lowdown's high-speed trail cam viewer has flipping fast technology that allows you to view images three times faster on a screen that is 60% bigger than typical 7-inch viewers. Lowdown is a dedicated viewer slash photo manager made for one thing and one thing only. Fast, uncomplicated viewing of your trail cam images and videos. Lowdown makes viewing large numbers of images fast and easy. It allows you to easily delete individuals or groups of selected images. Find out more at lowdownviewer.com. And also brought to you by Southern Seed and Feed. Do you want to provide better nutrients to your deer? If so, try Southern Buck Food Plot Blends. Your deer will love it. At Southern Seed and Feed, they specialize in making textured feed for horses, cattle, sheep, goats, hogs, chickens, small animals, and wildlife. Their products are proven irresistible, scientifically formulated to promote excellent herd health and hunter satisfaction. They supply products to various distributors throughout the South. So visit their website at southernseedfeed.com or call 662-726-2638 to find the dealer nearest you. I'm your host, Joe Bayer, here today with Butch Theory and Clint Flowers. Guys, uh, I, if you're like me, I, you never really know the right time to clean your your gun. Rifles, shotguns, I mean, my rifles get more attention than my shotguns do, I think. And then uh, my pistols, I, I'm, I'm always a little weary to even try to strip one of them. I'm worried I'm not going to be able to put them back together right. And today we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about proper maintenance, when you really need to break down your weapon and do a good full cleaning, kind of a reset, so to speak really depending on a lot of different factors, how often you shoot type of environment you hunt in. What do you guys do? What's, what's your process, Clint, for cleaning your guns? Are you a wipe it down, throw it back in the safe kind of guy? Or, or, uh, do you, you know, you get it in there and do a good full solvent, clean bore clean. What's your process? I'm always nervous to do a full breakdown because I'm rarely prepared for that. I'm always scared. I'm going to like have a piece roll off the table and leave a spring out right (laughs) same here and uh so i'm more of the spray the inside down with solvent maybe the outside depending on what kind of uh season it's been so far and then uh oil it up and put it back in the case but i you know i definitely need to be more proactive what about you butch yeah same here man if it's uh there's not mud clogged in the barrel you know i just kind of push it out and you know as long as there's no visible rust just kind of give her a little scrub down Um, yeah spray a little lube in the bolt action every every so often and let her ride not not the best for sure and, and it's just because of ignorance i don't know don't know what i'm doing yeah let's find out if uh if we're doing it right or we're making some fatal mistake today to do that we're talking with lisa marie young she's a professional shooter and manages the lucas oil outdoor line of oils cleaners and lubricants that are specific to shooting and fishing so Lisa Marie, welcome to Huntland. First off, tell us a little bit about your background and then what you do with Lucas Oil. Well, I, I was a firearms instructor since 2005 and began competition shooting in 2011. From there, I started the first ever ladies only three gun match. I've been a hunter for close to 20 years. Duck hunting is absolutely my favorite of all. I was approached by Lucas Oil in 2014 when I started the first ever ladies only three gun match, which was called Lady Three Gun to be their first sponsored shooter. And that's when Lucas Oil launched their outdoor line, which is their firearms cleaning and lubrication product line. And 
that's where that all began. In 2016, I started working full-time for Lucas Oil, uh, handling events and sponsorships. Um, I continued to shoot three gun until 2018. And when I was promoted at Lucas Oil as national account manager, I just didn't have the time anymore to compete. I um, have also always enjoyed working on guns. As a single mom, it was really hard with my three gun equipment to find the time to clean it. And when I used Lucas Oil for the first time, I loved it because it made it so easy and uh, it wasn't really time inclusive. I didn't it didn't have to clean as much because the product worked so well. So it was kind of a, a major lifesaver and my guns functioned better when I started using it. So um, I really fell in love with it. Yeah. Very, very cool. Well, that brings me to my first question as somebody who's probably about to get a lot of instruction. On this. What does it mean when you say clean your gun? Because I know what it means to me and I can guarantee it's not to the level of a competition shooter. I know for most of us, it just means wipe it off, throw it back in the gun safe or the under the bed. That, that will only work for so long. Well, you should leave the tearing it completely down, like every screw and every part to the gunsmith, but field stripping it. So every firearm comes with a manual that tells you how to do the basic maintenance cleaning on it. And that should be sufficient unless you have an issue where something breaks and have to take it to a gunsmith. If you ever want a gun deep cleaned, like it's older and you just want to, you know, have it checked over beginning part to part, just to make sure your springs don't aren't rusting or have any tarnish buildup on them, those types of things, then take it to a gunsmith, unless you're very experienced with it and know how to tear it down completely. But you really should be removing copper fouling from your barrel always. You should be part of cleaning is and maintaining is checking um, your springs just looking for excessive wear anywhere because the last thing you want to happen is to get in the field, whether you're hunting or target practicing, anything like that is to have your gun not function because a part is broken or so worn that it don't work. And there are also times that parts can be so worn that it can cause a malfunction where the gun fires more than once mm-hmm. when you pull the trigger, which is dangerous. And that's a safety issue. It is for so- sure. I'm, I'm going to back you up a little bit. I've got to uh, know a little bit more about this three gun shooting that you were talking about. Kind of walk us through what that looks like. I assume it's a pistol shotgun rifle. Yes. So three gun is action shooting where you're moving and shooting with a semi-automatic pistol, a semi-automatic rifle, usually an AR style modern sporting rifle and a semi-automatic shotgun. There are divisions where you can use Um, single stack pistol, what they call it heavy metal. So it'll be a 45 ACP that's single stack pump shotgun and a 308 rifle. And I've seen different styles other than just the modern sporting rifle style used in that competition, but that's a, it's own division. And there are, you know, not nearly as many participants in that division at a three gun match. So it's transitioning from firearm to firearm safely. Um, A lot of times you'll start out with all three guns will be staged, whether they're staged within the, the actual stage of the match, like staged around it. So sometimes your rifle will be sitting on a, on a bench with the safety on and around in the chamber and your shotgun will be 
slung on your back and your pistol will be in the holster, but it changes from stage to stage and match to match. And, you know, match directors try to do all kinds of different things. I'm get creative I'm, with it. Yeah. I've gone through barrels and climbed up rope and done <laughs> all kinds of crazy things. I mean, you can just YouTube three gun competition and it's a lot of fun. Well, Lisa and Bree, you know, you, you're talking about uh, safety being of utmost important in those three gun competitions. And of course, if you let your, you know, your gun get out of maintenance, safety issues can occur. Uh, also those performance issues that you mentioned can occur. One of the things that holds me back a lot of the time from cleaning my rifle, uh, in particular, my big game rifle is that it's shooting well. And, you know, a lot of times say given in a given season, I may not shoot it that much. You know, I may check the zero going into the season, maybe do a little bit of shooting on the range and then maybe shoot it, you know, anywhere from zero to five times would be probably a lot of, of shots in the field for me in a season. And I, you know, I get to the end of a season and and I don't really know if I should clean it because like you had mentioned, removing that, that copper fouling, I've, I've heard kind of different things over the years about you want to build up a little bit of copper and the gun, you know, shoots a little better once you do. And, you know, you kind of have that, that initial fouling shot that you take after cleaning the gun. And so I've just always been very confused about like, a rule of thumb in terms of cleaning my gun. Like, do I need to clean it at the be- end of every season and the beginning of every season? Is there a certain number of shots that I should clean it, no matter if it's in the middle of the season? And then once I've cleaned it, what do I need to do to have it hunt ready? So are there any rules of thumb in your mind that dictate to you when it's time to clean? And, you know, going back to your three gun experience, not only a rifle, but also a shotgun and a handgun, you know, and does it change across platforms? The answer to that question is always after each use. The second part of that is after any long-term storage. And there's different reasons for these answers. Now, after each use, just because it's important to clean off, I mean, there's environmental dust and lint from like on a carry pistol, lint in your pocket or lint in your holster, just exposure period. You never know if you're going to get a you know, any, like a piece of something, you know, stuck in your chamber and you never want, um, you never want your gun to not chamber tightly or to fully chamber because you can get an out of battery detonation. And that's pretty catastrophic. It actually can blow up the side of the gun. So that's why you want to make sure that everything is clear of any debris or dirt or any, anything like that. Now, I understand the concept of it shooting really well because there is some copper fouling in the barrel and in the barrel, there's lands and grooves. And every time you shoot, there's going to be a little bit of copper fouling. And you do that after you sight in your rifle because it's microscopic, but it builds up. And so it just creates an even tighter bore when you have that little bit of fouling. But you don't want a lot of fouling because then it's really going to change. Also, the lead buildup at your muzzle can change things significantly. And also, it depends on the environmental conditions in which you're hunting in. You know, in the South, I live in North Carolina, but I've lived in South Carolina for the last 22 years in the low country. It is humid. It is hot. It is sticky. You're sweating. Your body um, oils get on the gun. All of those types of things. 
you always need to clean afterwards because humidity is moisture and moisture can cause rust. So talking about that a little bit more, you're talking about after each use and you're talking about after long-term storage. I, I, I want to define that. So, I mean, after each use, does that mean just a trip into the field or does it mean after taking one single shot? What is a use considered? Well, you don't want to clean your barrel again after you've sighted it in and followed the barrel that last time. Once you've sighted it in and you have, you know, everything set to go in the woods and shoot to hunt or to target practice, then you're not going to clean your bore out again. But you should wipe down the outside of the gun each after each trip to the woods, you know, just to be safe. And you should possibly use just a, a rod and brush to, to just run it through the barrel, make sure a, as you're walking out of the woods, carrying it barrel up, you never know a leaf could have fallen in it, um, a stick, anything. So you just want to make sure it's clear of any debris. Do you need to deep clean it after a walk through the woods? If whether you hunt it or not, then no. What about the field stripping you're talking about where you are doing that deep clean? Is, is that a certain number of shots that you feel like you need to do that? Is it a time, a time on the calendar? Uh, you know, I mean, I was actually, you know, in an, in another light, I was in a, in the bow shop this past week, getting some strings replaced on my bow. And, you know, the tech was telling me, you know, you really need to replace your strings every 2000 shots or every two to three years, whether you've taken a shot or not. Is there a rule of thumb like that when it comes to gun cleaning, where we can say, you know, a certain number of shots are just, you know, once at the end of the season, once at the beginning of the season kind of thing. In my opinion, that should be if there's a change. So like if you change your ammunition or if when you're, you know, you shoot it, if you have a miss, um, but you know that you're, you were, your sights were on, everything was correct. You may have some copper fouling that's changing your point of impact. Yeah. Might need to reset that. Yeah. So you should, you know, that was, would be my first thing I would do is clean my barrel but regularly lubricating the inside of your barrel and then, re, you know, running a dry patch through it to remove any excess. You don't want it built up in there. There are some gun oils out there that contain Teflon and, and bio-based products that can build up a tarnish on the inside of it that can cause an issue. Our lubricants do not have those products in it, so you don't have to worry about it. Our lubricants are not going to turn waxy or tacky over time um, and long-term storage. So I would say if there's a change, a change in ammunition, you know, an exposure to weather or elements that might require that, or if your, your point of impact is changing or if your ammunition changes. Definitely makes sense. So we're talking most about rifles right now. Let's kind of move that same line of thinking into pistols and shotguns. You know, same kind of deal. I have I have several, you know, handguns that, gosh, I probably haven't shot that in, you know, five years, but I shot it a bunch. Like when I first got it, you know, trying to get familiar with it. Um, is that something like with a pistol that say you keep it wherever for home defense, sitting there collecting dust? What about that? Is there a rule of thumb? Should you break it down once a year and feel field strip it is there a rule of thumb on that in the shotgun as well so when we're talking about rifles we're usually talking about long range and distance right that that's going to change your point of impact um shotguns not nearly as much but the tolerances are not the same like you don't 
it's not a, as strong of a concern as it is with a precision rifle with pistol and shotgun because your distance that you're shooting for precision is definitely not the same. Sure. Um, shotguns for hunting when you're duck hunting, you should absolutely strip your shotgun down after be after going out duck hunting because you are always going to be near water, near moisture, oh, yeah. um, muddy. Yes. How many times have you dropped a shotgun shell in the mud and like wiped it off on your pants and threw it in the gun? You know, it it's taking stuff with it no matter what. And um, their shotguns are they're dirtier. Yeah. They, oh yeah. You know, when they fire, they they create more carbon buildup and um your chokes are going to get nasty and built up and it's going to change your point of impact so again it's it's definitely different for a shotgun than it is for a precision rifle if you're hunting long range versus being up close pistol even more and and pistol ammunition burns differently. So rifle ammunition burns hot and fast. You don't get a lot of carbon residue buildup inside of the chamber or in the gun at all, the frame anywhere that you do with shotgun and pistol. They definitely shoot dirtier. You're going to get fi more firing residue. You're going to have unburnt powder, but you never see unburnt powder in a rifle. Further to Butch's question, he's talking about, you know, having a gun that kind of just sits around. It's not getting shot a lot, but it is, it is exposed. And his example of like that home defense pistols is a good, is a good one. You know, I've got, I mean, a, you want it to work whenever you go and use yeah, it for I sure. Mean, absolutely. So. And I, and I've got a concealed carry that goes with me almost everywhere. And, and, you know, that gun doesn't get shot a lot, but it's always getting lent and, you know, it's in a pocket or it's in a, uh, in a case or in a backpack and you know it's it's being kind of tossed around and so i could definitely see you know wiping that down stripping it down just every so often I, i've also always heard again you know some of these different i don't know if you call them, call them old wives tales but basically i've always heard you want to clean your gun after each season and then again before the season and that doesn't really make sense to me because in my head i'm thinking well i just cleaned it at the end of the season why do i need to clean it again six months later when it's just been sitting in my gun safe. If that's true, why do you need to clean your gun again going into the season if you cleaned it when you put it up at the end of last season? Well, it's number one, during storage, gun oils, other brands of gun oils can create that tarnish and it can build up. Um, when you build up tarnish, you can your safety cannot engage sometimes. Your firing pin may not engage. Um, it might get stuck. Things like that. Um, also, depending on where your firearm is stored, whether like all of my guns are in my gun safe. I keep a pistol in my truck when I travel in, you know, of course, in a holster. And my holster encases the majority of my firearms so that I prevent it from getting lint, lint and dust and dirt and just, you know, general environmental particles but if it's sitting out where it's constantly getting dust on it or or if it's a pocket pistol and it's in your pocket, you're going to get lint in it. You're going to you should always check it. I have seen somebody get a penny caught in their trigger guard and pull their pistol out and there was a penny stuck in the trigger guard like they had to actually like 
pull it to get it out because it because of the mm -hmm. way it was sitting in there. I um, have seen mm -hmm. a law enforcement officer have a French fry stuck up the barrel of his gun. <laughs> I mean, they're in and out of their vehicle. They're eating. Right. They're in a hurry and they drop a French fry between their seat and sit down and it pushes up into the barrel and you know, they didn't see it. So. At least it wasn't a donut. That would have been way too cliche. <laughs> yeah. donut, right. donut hole. <laughs> That's right. So you should regularly check those things. You want to, you know, just take it out, look at it, make sure that it's does it's free of those kinds of things. Wipe it down good. Just you just when you need it, you need it to work. Right. Guys, let's take a quick break and hear from this week's sponsors, Bucks Island Marine. At BucksIsland.com, you can check out the full list of inventory from new and used bass, pontoon, and bow rider style boats, new and used motors, as well as kayaks. They love trade-ins, which provides a steady stream of used boats, and they can rig your boat at their 18-bay service department or ship your new motor anywhere in the United States. They provide boat service on all kinds of boats, even if they weren't purchased from Bucks. They have factory-trained and certified technicians, so visit them at 4500 Highway 77 in Southside, Alabama, or give them a call at 256-442-2588. And also brought to you by First South Farm Credit. What does a farm mean to you? Maybe it's just a piece of land where you can go relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. As a successful financial cooperative, First South shares its profits with its borrowers in the form of a patronage refund, which lowers your cost of borrowing. To find out how First South can help you, visit their website at firstsouthland.com or call them at 800-955-1722. They are an equal housing lender. Let's get into the nitty gritty here. We're talking about the difference between, you know, uh, wiping a gun down and, and kind of checking it for obstructions and obvious dirt and residues and things and, and you know, kind of wiping that down after each use. The difference between that and, say, field stripping it where we're actually disassembling the gun, not totally, but the major moving parts, cleaning all those things, doing a good bore cleaning. For you, what take me through your general framework for cleaning a gun, the critical areas to pay attention to, and then also what products you've talked about you know, lubricating a gun, but then there's, you know, that's another area where I've always kind of gotten confused. When do I use a solvent? When do I use a lubricant? And in what order do I use these things? Uh, because I also want to make sure that, you know, like when I put my gun up, I'm putting it up stored correctly and I'm not going to get it back six months from now and find that I have got corrosion, spider rust, all those kind of things. So, you know, again, take me through your general framework for cleaning the gun. Well, I'm going to back you up a little bit. So a lot of people don't have gun safes. So they have a, um, a zippered bag that they keep in the corner of a closet somewhere or under their bed. Mm -hmm. And um, in the high humidity of the, the Southeast, you're going to get like your house is going to change temperatures, you know, depending on how good your insulation even is in your flooring. I had a friend who had a Browning Satori shotgun that they won and it was in the zippered bag in a closet and they never really used it for anything. And one day they went to go get it out to show somebody and the whole entire gun was covered in powder rust mm -hmm. and it had never been exposed to anything, but just that the inside of that closet was so muggy because the closet door stayed closed all the time and it was an older house the moisture in the air in there 
made a difference. And even though it was in that bag, that the condensation change, the, the humidity change, you know, from hot to cold in the wintertime and the summertime, it built up moisture inside of the bag and it was making direct contact with the gun. So you should check all of your firearms regularly and wipe them down with a CLP. Now, a CLP is the name of a product that we have, but CLP is an acronym, stands for Clean, Lubricate, and Protect. So it has a solvent to clean, a lubricant to minimize wear, and a protectant. And our CLP, the protectant is a rust inhibitor. So that's a great, like, for long-term storage. It's a great for everyday use product. It's not enough if you're going and shooting regularly because you should also use a oil to prevent wear. So any place on a gun where you see wear or you have to see metal on metal contact, you're going to use a lubricant there. So on your slides, on the bolt itself, those types of areas where the gun is functioning, you're going to use a, a lubricant on those parts. Now, other firearms, especially shotguns on the cam pin, that's heavy wear. And this is something that a lot of people ask is what's the difference between grease and oil? Oil is, is what we use for like normal wear. Grease is what we use when there's heavy wear. And heavy wear is usually, usually happens in the internal parts. So grease should be used on cam pins in bolts of shotguns and modern sporting rifles and, and other rifles. Grease should be used like on parts where there's a lot of pressure and you should never cake it on excessively. And another place grease is commonly used, and this is with shotgun shooters, is on the hinges of break action shotguns. So grease is an attractant. That's the problem. So if you used grease on, on parts that are exposed, then it's going to attract lint to it and stick to it and dust and dirt. And grease, when it's mixed with dirt, becomes lapping compound, mm. which creates more wear. And that's right. what you don't want to do. So again, grease is used where you see really, really heavy wear, like cam pins on hinges. I lightly grease my bolt lugs just because they're making constant contact when you're opening and closing your bolt. So grease is going to be used in areas where, like you said, um, heavy action, not exposed, uh, more, more internal. sounds like things that are not part of maybe not necessarily moving parts with every single shot, so to speak. The other thing I think about too, like with, like with my shotgun, I've, I've always shot Browning auto fives. That's, that's my, that's just my favorite shotgun and got a, uh, a spring on the inside that it, if it's really cold, that grease can get kind of loses its viscosity and can cause that gun not to cycle correctly. Uh, so making sure you got the right kind of grease or the right kind of oil, you know, in that, in those cases. So you're talking about the difference between grease and oil. I mean, where are those places you need to oil on the gun? Anywhere where you have wear or you want to protect it from rusting. Um, and this is something we didn't talk about, but our everybody's body has a different acidity or pH. And some people are more have a more acidic um, body oil. And so 
Oh yeah, Clint, Clint's fall. real salty. He's real salty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've so, just been listening, sitting here listening to Joe come up with more and more excuses of why he's missing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's, that's it's the crease. It's that spring. I mean, well, it's, 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 the good news is Clint is like when I hunt with you, I never have never take a shot, so I don't ever have to clean my gun <laughs> after that. You know, bird. <laughs> I would recommend for springs and and areas like that to just spray it with CLP. Our CLP comes in a liquid or in an aerosol can. And those areas need to be protected. They need to be lubricated and protected. They don't always need to be cleaned, um, except your magazine tube. You know, those springs do need to be cleaned. Right. Especially if you're picking up a shell out of the mud when you're duck hunting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, let's take a quick break and hear from some of our sponsors and make sure you check them out when you're in the marketplace. MB Ranch King. MB Ranch King hunting blinds and feeders are built to last right here in the USA. With durability and convenience in mind, MB Ranch King's maintenance-free hunting blinds are constructed with high-grade steel and come in a variety of sizes to meet any hunter's needs. They also offer high-quality, easy-to-use corn and protein feeders that can be filled with both feet on the ground. Call Kevin today for more information or a quote at 205-807-2937. MB Ranch King, built in the pursuit of perfection. And also brought to you by Great Days Outdoors Magazine. Are you frustrated by your typical hunting and fishing magazines? Are you tired of reading content meant for the guys up north or in the Midwest? Don't get left behind following the guidance of the guys who don't hunt and fish in your home state. Pick up a Great Days Outdoors Magazine subscription and become a better Southern outdoorsman. Great Days Outdoors Magazine can be found at your local Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Tractor Supply Company, Rural King, Bass Pro Shops, Academy Sports and Outdoors, or you can save and buy online at greatdaysoutdoors.com. Lisa Marie, where do solvents come into play? You know, you're talking about having a good CLP is important. Having a good oil is important. But when we do want to do that heavy-duty bore cleaning. That reset. Yeah, that reset. What kind of products do we need to be looking at there? And then the other question, too, is... When it comes to any gun cleaning products, are there any ingredients that we need to be careful about? There's a lot of stuff out there. And I just, I always wonder like, is any of this stuff doing more harm than good? And, or maybe it just doesn't work well for guys that hunt a lot. You know, it might be great for shooters, but may not work well in super cold environments or, you know, like you said, those greases that can have attractants and uh, actually turn into a lapping compound uh, makes a lot of sense to me. So, you know, back to the original, like when it comes to solvents and, in cleaners, what do we need to have on hand and what do we need to pay attention to stay away from? So um, our solvents, of course, their job is to clean. So they dissolve powder residue and contaminants. Then, so for my pistols, most of the time, because I do regular maintenance and I clean them regularly, CLP is sufficient for cleaning up the barrel, the entire gun, I spray a little CLP in the inside of the chamber and the bolt area just to dissolve the the carbon buildup. And this is the advantage of using Lucas Oil products. Our products all work together. So using our oil prevents carbon buildup from attaching to the metal and baking on harder. So it makes cleanup easy. So when I clean my guns because I've used our extreme duty gun oil, the cleanup is a lot 
easier of a process than people who just use a little of this brand and a little of that brand and, you know, kind of, or just use one product and, or also don't maintain their firearms regularly. They're going to have a lot more cleanup. If there was one product that I would tell everybody to use, it would be our Lucas oils. If, if you only could choose one single product, I would say our extreme duty CLP would be the one to clean it, to lubricate and protect it. But that isn't enough. You really need to use oil on any of the parts that wear. You need to run an oil patch down the barrel of every firearm platform. So our bore solvent also has a lubricant in it. And that's what sets it aside from other brands. So it's going to remove lead, copper, carbon fouling, oil, powder residue, firing residue, all of that. It's also polymer safe for any of your polymer guns. It doesn't stink, which was a really big deal because that was one complaint about many other brands is what they smelled like, especially women complained about it. You know, like they didn't want their husbands cleaning their guns in the house because how bad it stunk. Oh, I remember. That isn't what I thought you were going to say, because now that you said it, yes, I have gotten yelled at for cleaning my gun inside the house. I believe it was on the kitchen counter, if I remember correctly. But the other, the, what I thought you were going to say is hunters complaining. Uh, I mean, I, I'd be yeah, lying if pungent. I said, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of one of the things I think about. Like, I don't know if I want to break out all this stinking solvent chemicals. Stuff and right. So Lisa, you know, being out in the field, I mean, as a hunter, you know, I'm, I'm hunting big game a lot of time and I'm thinking about that animal's nose. I don't want to put products on my gun that have a lot of odor. Uh, if I'm doing it at the end of the season, you know, I'm not too worried about it because I'm going to have six months for that odor to dissipate. And uh, But if I'm out in the field and I want to lubricate my my weapon, I don't want something that stinks a lot. So do y'all make anything that doesn't have odor? Yes, we do. We make an odorless gun oil. It is a great product because it doesn't have any smell whatsoever. We don't recommend using it where it gets really, really, really cold because it will freeze. And we have another great gun oil that can withstand temperatures up to negative 38 degrees, which is our extreme duty gun oil. Both of them, well, the hunting oil does not have a scent at all. The extreme duty gun oil has a very slight grape scent to it, but when you're Hunting in extreme weather, scent is not something you have to worry about nearly as much as in close proximity hunting, especially with deer. Ducks don't care what your gun smells like. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I had to be in a duck blind with Clint, so obviously we're not worried about scent. That's right. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Look at it. Looking for that corn scented oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's another. There's your next. Uh, there's market, an idea. You know, That's right. uh, corn scented gun oil. But yeah, it's great information to think about. It's good that y'all are, are thinking about using and creating both scented and unscented versions. And our extreme duty gun oil was developed in 2014. the The original gun oil was one of the first five products. It's actually number six product Mr. Lucas ever created, and people love it. I mean, it still sells very well, but we needed something more that had a higher burn-off resistance for more semi-automatic guns, especially your duck guns, and something that would 
protect from rust and wear and moisture during extreme conditions of the outdoors. And so we recommend our extreme duty gun oil for that. And um, it, it's heat resistance is 400 degrees and it won't freeze until it hits negative 38. And that is unmatched to any other brand on the market. And that's one thing about our lubricants. Um, we make two types of actual oils. Our bore solvent is also an ultrasonic cleaner. So if you wanted to do a really good deep clean of your gun without taking it to a gunsmith, all you have to do is field strip it down and put it with our, sol our bore solvent and ultrasonic cleaner in a small ultrasonic cleaner and let it run for 15 minutes on low heat. Don't turn it on maximum heat because heat will just bake carbon buildup on harder and take it out, blow it off with an air hose, um, take a nylon brush or a brass brush and break loose any flakes of carbon buildup, lubricate it like normal and put it back together. It is the easiest and simplest product for just a good soak it down. You can also do it without an ultrasonic cleaner. So you can put all of the parts of the gun into the bore solvent in a large tub or something. Now I say all of the parts, remove optics that have batteries, lasers, sure. red dots, and any aftermarket rubber grips or rubber accessories. Always protect your the rubber, especially on your optics or butt pad type rubber um, and any wood finished gun. So the wood finish will have like a acrylic coat on it to make it shiny and pretty. Um, you always want to protect those parts from solvents. We also make an extreme duty gun cleaner. It is in a pressurized can. It works great for, especially in the field, for blasting out the chamber, um, blasting out your receiver, cleaning out firing residue, oil and grease. It is also perfect for removing old oil and grease and that tarnish buildup that may happen on guns. So I bought an, a Mosin Nagant and it came coated in that thick, nasty, kerosene smelling. I can't even remember what the stuff is called. You guys know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Very familiar. Yeah. I've, I've got a, quite a few guns that are still in the box and are coated in it. I mean, it does a great mm -hmm. job for long-term preservation but it's yeah. it is it's nasty to the touch <laughs> it, it it stinks like you said and when you go to shoot the first time i mean you you want to get all that stuff off you want to kind of strip it and then re-lubricate with something a little more uh appropriate user friendly yeah yeah, yeah. cosmoline i believe is called cosmoline that's it that is exactly it well, um, our extreme duty gun cleaner is great for stripping it. I mean, I've done it before Lucas oil had an outdoor line. I have had to do it and it took hours and I've done it using our gun cleaner and it takes 20 minutes. It's that much of a difference. It dries really quickly too. So you have to lubricate behind using this product. Um, but in it, it, of course, it's polymer safe, but this is also a product that you definitely don't want to get on anything rubber, but it's just really great for in the field, cleaning out your brush gun, you know, your, your duck hunting gun. Now you want to avoid products, any products out there that have a high acetone content, especially with your, your duck guns that are hydro dipped. It'll remove the hydro dipping. 
But this, all, this product is safe on bluing and parkerizing and sprayed finish applications that are baked on. You also want to be careful with CLPs out there that contain chlorinated paraffin. And the best way that I can describe this, because I never really understood it until it happened to me, I was down in Florida um, doing a demo on a gun that was belt fed. So it was a full automatic gun. It was like a demonstration and not many people will have to do, will ever get the opportunity to do that. But they had put on a CLP on the gun that had, that contained chlorinated paraffin. And when I was shooting, I probably got about 10 rounds off and my eyes just started pouring water out of them Hmm. and I couldn't catch my breath. And I asked them what they had put on the gun, like what it was lubricated with. And they told me, and I'm not going to tell any brands and names, but I know that that particular product contains chlorinated paraffin. And when it burns off, it creates chlorinated gas. Wow. And shooting a full automatic gun gave me a very clear understanding of why I don't want to ever use products like that. Because even if you just had to, you know, if you're duck hunting, you're still going to sometimes pull the trigger multiple times. Um, Oh, yeah. Three least, times, every time. At yeah. least three. <laughs> um, Especially, yeah. Every time, that's right. <laughs> but you got three, four. Right. But that's <laughs> one thing to avoid. Um, another thing to avoid is Teflon-based products. Those products left on a gun over time with the change of humidity from hot to warm, I mean, hot to cold or more humid or less humid, they can become tacky and waxy feeling, and they can cause your firearm to jam and malfunction. And that's not something you want to happen. Cannot wait to hear Joe yelled chlorinated paraffin in the dub field when he misses like 11 times in a row. Right. What, why, why were you missing, Joe? I got chlorinated paraffin all in my eyes, guys. I mean, it's just a real problem. <laughs> I think that's actually already happened to me. I, I feel like that's part of, yeah, I do believe that's part of my problem. It's a new year this year, so uh, no yeah, more chlorinated afford, paraffin right? for me. Right. Well, Put Lucas oil products on there, and then he can't use that as an excuse. That's there right. right. There you go. Well, Lisa, I feel like I've got a better understanding of what I need to do now. I like I like the fact that I don't necessarily have to clean my bore every time I shoot. Can kind of leave that towards the end of the season uh, and getting things right. Like once I get my gun right, I can leave it that way. And now I know what I need to do as far as just lubricating and kind of general maintenance throughout the season. Uh, I feel like we've got a good understanding now of the different types of products we need to in terms when it comes to cleaners and solvents and lubricants and oils there's a lot to this like you said uh y'all's system is a system these products work together and i'm just curious you know if if folks want to check out any of these products online uh or uh or pick them up in a store um where where would you point them to um our biggest online retailers are going to be brownells midway usa Sportsman's Warehouse, uh, Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, Palmetto State Armory, trying to think if there's any other. Oh, Shields. Yeah. Those are big stores. It's a great store if you're ever ever up. I guess Upper Midwest is kind of where I, I, I ran into it. Never above. been in that one. Oh, man. It's a lot of Oh, fun. they're cool. Yeah, they're Shields. very cool. Shields. Shields. Yeah, S-C-H-E-E-L-S. We don't have them down here in the South yet anyway, but right. uh, yeah, a great store. 
Uh, a lot You're... of fun to go. I love their gun section. They have a really cool gun section. It, it's more interactive than a lot of gun stores where they have everything behind the counter. You can kind right. of get there and touch and feel and look, and it's a really cool store. They're moving down into the Texas area, so they're they're moving. They're expanding, um, and also a vast majority of all of the mom and pop small town gun stores. Um, carry our products because we're in every major distributor. And if anybody goes into a gun store, because patriotic red-blooded Americans, we like to support locally. Oh, um, yeah. If they don't have it on the shelf, they can go up to the counter and ask, request it and order it, like pre-order it from the gun store and the gun store can order it from their distributor because it's in every major firearms distributor across the country. Very cool. So you can't go in a gun store that doesn't use one of the distributors that our products are available through. Well, I like that. I know what to do now. I don't like that. I don't have any excuses anymore, (laughs) Uh, but we'll get, we'll get past that. And, uh, but yeah, we appreciate you getting us brought up to speed going into the season this year and hope you have a good season yourself. We appreciate you joining us. Thank you guys. Well, guys, I feel a little bit better knowing that I haven't really been doing it that wrong. I mean, if your gun's shooting well, sounds like if your gun's shooting well, there's no need to really mess with the bore necessarily. You can kind of let it ride and then, uh, you know, wipe, wipe the gun down, keep it lubricated. That's all things that I have always done, but I've always been a little bit, I don't know, self-conscious. Like I just didn't know if I was doing it right. Sounds like I wasn't too far off. What would you guys learn out of today? Keep an eye on the ingredients. For uh, sure. Don't want that chlorinated paraffin. Nope. Yeah. Paying attention to what's inside is important, just as important as uh, regular maintenance and uh, making sure you're not doing damage to the weapon itself or, or to yourself. I like yep. to, I like to, what she was talking about, you know, with grease being an attractant, that's, yeah. a, that's a good reason you think about like, when do you need a reset? Like we were talking about is like, when do I really do that field strip and, take everything off and then re-lubricate and re-grease, that's probably going to be that time where you've put that gun through something yeah. bad. You dro- you know, you dropped it in the water or you uh, just on a really dusty hunt or something like that. You know, you've been riding around with it in a UTV gun rack and it's getting, it's getting really dirty. Yeah. Using your shotgun as a mud pole, getting out of the marsh. Oh yeah. Yep. I mean, done that. Use it as <laughs> oh, a yeah. paddle. Oh yeah. Paddled uh, several times with a shotgun, but uh, for sure. Yeah, you gonna. So, uh, yeah, going into the season, you guys, uh, you got any, you got any guns you need to go clean now that you think about it? Definitely, several. I think you need to clean your bore, which I, uh, I do. I was definitely a witness to miss. Man, there was a lot of stuff going on that day. The sun was in my eyes. It was dusty. <laughs> it was a windstorm. I think there the, was uh, chlorinated paraffin in that. Yeah, it was that, it was that. It was that spring. So Obviously, needed yeah. more grease. <laughs> Uh, I definitely do need to clean my deer rifle. I would agree with that. Uh, she could use a reset and then slide it back in, get a little copper buildup. She'll be ready to roll again for another 15 years. Is it she? <laughs> oh, yeah. My 270 is definitely a she. We'll leave that one alone. <laughs> well, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Appreciate you joining us. We want to make it easy for you to listen. So here's a handy option for you to get the podcast emailed to you each week. Just text the word hunting to 773-770-4377. Again, just text the word hunting to 773-770-4377. You'll join our email list and wherever you are listening to podcasts, go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review. 
send us a written review. We'd love to hear from you. If you've got a show topic that you are interested in and like to see us cover, just email us at pros at landhunting.com. That's going to do it for us. Y'all stay safe out there. We'll talk to you next time. This week's show is brought to you by Alabama Farmers Co-op. Alabama Farmers Cooperative has been serving gardeners, farmers, and everyone in between for 85 years. Visit www.alafarm.com for more information and to find a co-op near you. And also by Dixie Supply and Baker Metalworks. Dixie Supply and Baker Metalworks are proud to be your metal roofing headquarters for over 40 years. Save time and money by buying from the most reliable manufacturer on the Gulf Coast. They now have eight locations to serve you. Dixie Supply and Baker Metalworks, your metal roofing headquarters. And also by Patanas Defense. The Patanas Defense PD Pro Ultralight Ultra Compact Night Vision Systems. Simply the best in class night vision systems ever built. Contact PatanasDefense.com to learn more. Patanas Defense, Masters of Darkness. And also, Texas Hunter. Since 1954, Texas Hunter Products has delivered the finest quality fish and game feeders and hunting blinds in the industry. To learn more, visit TexasHunter.com. And also, First South Farm Credit. First South shares its profits with its borrowers in the form of a patronage refund, lowering your cost of borrowing. Check them out at FirstSouthLand.com or call them at 800-955-1722. They're an equal housing lender. And also, Great Days Outdoors, the South's finest hunting and fishing magazine. Pick up your copy wherever magazines are sold or check them out at GreatDaysOutdoors.com.